0: You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast Family. Head over to Disney Podcast Family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts.
1: Hey, I'm Ray Parker. I play Darth Maul, Phantom Menace, and Solo, at Star Wars story, and G.I. Joe Snake Eyes, and you're listening to Disney Universe Podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. To infinity and beyond! I'm very popular, yo. you are without doubt the worst pirate I've ever heard of. But you have heard of me. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Everybody. welcome to another episode of the Disney Diverse Podcast, the official podcast for Disney adults by Disney adults. I don't know, I keep throwing that in every every couple weeks. Who knows? Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Joey. What's up? How you doing? Hope you guys are doing great. Joined here by my good friend, another fellow podcast, Alex the Big Smooth. What's yes. up, Disney? Disney adults who act like children. Yes, that uh, <laughs> should apply. Absolutely. And uh, and unfortunately, uh, Ryan can't be here this week, but he will be back uh, with us when we do our next Saturday morning DU and more details on that real soon. But how you doing, man? I, I, it's been a minute. It seems like doing good.
0: Yeah. No, we had our our last Saturday morning DU was a good time, and uh, kind of looking forward to our our in between shows. I know we we always say we want to save the news for the Saturday morning DU, but it's hard to not. Talk about what's going on currently. Yeah, know? absolutely. So, uh, uh, yeah, I know Ryan just had a trip down to Disneyland, so obviously we won't talk about that here, but look forward to hearing about his trip. As always, I'm just chomping at the bit to get <laughs> to my next one. I put re- time off requests for trips in August and September, so looking forward to that.
1: Very cool, very cool. And, uh, yeah, we, we got a little bit of news on this episode. Uh, we'll get to that real soon. Uh, we're really excited for this one because... Uh, We kind of got a little double topic uh, this episode. We're going to be kind of talking about Season 3 of The Mandalorian, which is officially over now. It's wrapped. It was, spoiler alert, really good in my opinion. And we're also going to be talking about our next uh, Disney Plus show we're really, really looking forward to, Muppets Mayhem. So it's going to be kind of our sequel to The Muppets. We'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, before we get to those two and the news... We got a little bit of what we call mouse keeping. So, uh, of course, we couldn't do this show without very special people. Alex, who are those very special people?
0: That's the DU crew, everybody. And uh, we love you, DU crew. Uh, If you want to be a part of the DU crew and be loved by us, or at least officially loved by us and acknowledged during the show, uh, all you got to do is head over to patreon.com slash DU crew. Uh, and there you can become a part of our crew that includes Jennifer, Alfredo, Sasquatch, and John. A big shout out to all of them. Uh, we hope you guys are doing well. hope you're listening as always. And uh, if anyone else we have uh, multiple tiers there so head on over to patreon.com become a part of the crew.'ve we've, we've got a, a, a group chat. you know we like to send uh, our crew things from the parks when we're out there and there are other awesome, uh, gifts that you can get from joining the crew. So go check us out over there and uh, uh, join for our love.
1: <laughs> yeah. And speaking of those gifts, we are in the final stages of a very cool art piece that I've been sharing with Alex and Ryan uh, by our good friend Lewis from uh, Sunken City Design. Uh, you know him from Walt's Apartment podcast. Holy crap, this design he's doing for us, I think looks freaking amazing. I, I'm it's so excited. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. So I'm, I'm already trying to get it on a shirt for the trip. Oh, it, it, it'll be there for sure. So, uh, But to find out more about that, you got to join the crew. So uh, definitely do that. Um, and, of course, uh, we couldn't uh, do this without our, our awesome sponsors, Discord Apparel. Uh, look them up at Discore. That's dot Dizcore. That's www.dizcore.com. Uh, this is where Disney and music uh, mash up and collide. Uh, You got really cool um, Disney mashups with uh, rock, metal, hip-hop, just classic albums. Very cool. I just recently got their Iron Duck 2, which is a take on an Iron Maiden album with Sorcerer Mickey and a little Devil Donald. So very cool shirt. Shirts are comfortable and uh, very awesome. So check them out. Also, our good friends at Neverland Trading, uh, great clothing, apparel, accessories, uh, you can wear it to the parks and uh, outside of the parks, of course. And if you go to their checkout and find the promo code, just hit Devers. That's D V E R S C dot com. No, no dot com. Just the D V E R S C, and you'll get a nice little discount. So uh, check them out. Like I said, Discord Apparel and Neverland Trading. And of course, you can follow us on all the regular socials and all that good stuff. But we are really trying to bump up our YouTube, so it's it's, it's getting there. Yeah, get it. Get over to the YouTube.
0: Jump on and uh, subscribe. We've got all kinds of great content over there. Everything from uh, instant reactions to Disney Plus and uh, Disney Marvel, Star Wars movie release content. Uh, We've got unboxings. We've got Parks content. Uh, We've got our live show, the Saturday Morning DU, which you can watch in real time, comment on, uh, be part of the show. Um, So check it all out over there. It's DUTV or search Disney Universe on YouTube. Uh, give us a subscribe ring that bell do all the things that they ask you to do in the youtube YouTubeverse
1: um, and join us the U- Disney YouTube verse universe yes fun stuff got a lot of stuff planned uh for that channel also um yeah that that's all our mousekeeping stuff right now let's have forgot something no it's the the mouse is pretty well kept yes yeah so I guess we'll be the
0: here's some news yes. so <laughs> some things. Some things that have happened recently in the world, or I should say the universe of Disney, that we think need to be talked about. Yeah. Uh, and I think the first one we got here, uh, Animal Kingdom, uh, right? just this weekend as we record. Earth Day. Earth yeah. Day happened, uh, which is the anniversary of Animal Kingdom theme park, 25 years here in uh, 2023. So I guess that means it opened in April of 1998. That's right. The math, 25. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, uh happy anniversary animal kingdom. Do you got a favorite animal kingdom place to visit, ride, show, thing to eat? Uh just a, f- a f- favorite uh h- how about this? Favorite thing about Animal Kingdom that sets it apart from any other Disney park.
1: Um Well, I would I would think one of the it's one of the recent additions but the whole uh, world of Pandora for Avatar. I am a fan of the movies. Um, So when I finally got to Pandora, I thought it was super awesome. Watching the Imagineering story, everything that went into the construction is just amazing. Flight of Passage is super cool. Um, So it's a very fun ride. I didn't realize that that long ago we were already being teased with certain characters and creatures from The Way of Water. You know, they already had them uh, in the attraction in uh what, like in the flight of passage, Oh, flight of passage. Yeah. With the, yeah. Like the whale type. Well, thing. not just the whale, but the, the water tribe. Okay. You see them in the, as you're flying over and stuff. So nice. that was very cool. Um, yeah. Pandora, the food is amazing. Uh, I've been eaten at some of the higher end restaurants. I've been to just to a little, uh, bongu bongu. I forget what it's called, but it's where I had like the, like pulled pork fries.
0: Oh, the Flame Tree Barbecue.
1: I think that's it. Yeah. yeah, so that that's a that's a staple. The last couple of times and Killing the Majaro. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, I was at the brewery the other day. Some people were talking about Disney World uh, and actually uh, the world of Pandora. And I, I told them I say, hey, if you haven't check out the Imagineering story and see how they made those floating mountains. So yeah, for any of y'all who haven't already checked out Imagineering story and. Are familiar with Avatar and Animal Kingdom and the world of Pandora, and you want to know how they made those floating <laughs> mountains? Go check that my favorite show on Disney Plus, uh, Imagineering Story.
1: The only thing is, I have not seen
0: Pandora at night, so I haven't either. Yeah, we I think when we were there, they were closing at seven, which oh. got you like maybe an hour of nighttime. But yeah, uh, you know, we we never stuck around the park. If you're doing it right, you've done pretty much everything by one. Yeah. True. Aside from like shows and eating at every restaurant. But what about you, sir? Ah, uh, see. I mean, the easy answer is the animals, Yeah, obviously. Uh, but I think just kind of how they have the animals from the, um, obviously the safari, which, you know, the rewritability is, uh, unlimited because you never know what animals you're going to see or how close they're going to be to your vehicle. Um, you know what we were lucky on one of our two rides we got the lion out there on pride rock (laughs) so that was really cool um but then just how they have the animals uh you know housed amongst the park Uh, obviously you have many off of the kilimanjaro safari but then you have the maharaja jungle trek and the gorilla falls trail uh two walks that you know take you past many different animals from hippos gorillas the komodo dragon was my favorite one Mm. i I think i walked by in one of those and and, uh, having you know very similar to zoos and other animal parks but having the naturalist there to uh, tell you different facts about the animals was really cool as well um and shout out to the nomad lounge always got (laughs) a Talk about a bar somewhere, but uh, yeah. it is attached to Tiffin's restaurant and it's just a really cool spot. Uh, if you can get in quickly to sit and have a cocktail, uh, they have some great appetizers as well. Um, yeah, that's that's my loves <laughs> from Animal Kingdom. I look forward to going back.
1: Yeah, very cool. And I, I was just, when you said about no bads, I'm like, oh, you guys are dropping the bar. That's awesome. <laughs> I think
0: Addy, Addy just told me uh, Moana has appeared in animal kingdom as of this weekend, or maybe it was a special 25th anniversary earth day thing, or they're trying to start planting that seed for what they began to mention at last year's D23 with Moana and Zootopia
1: moving into animal kingdom. So yeah,
0: we'll, we'll be on the lookout for that. I still don't think she
1: fits. I think she's there until, uh, to get her some, uh, Interaction with fans before she's probably at Epcot once that area opens up right
0: I I mean I don't know if the journey of water is going to lead to a meet and greet but I would assume seeing her around the park or having her in a meet and greet somewhere there as there is an attraction there Um, she has been seen around Adventureland in uh, uh, both Magic Kingdom and Disneyland as well so it's just uh, you know while there are animals in her movie she's not an animal it's not I don't know yeah I guess there are things in Animal Kingdom. Like, Zootopia makes sense, even though it's, you know... I guess all the animal Disney characters talk, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, not all of them, but... <laughs> anyway, we'll go down that road when uh, they announce these projects and not just tease us with uh, blue sky balls.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, happy 25th anniversary, Animal Kingdom. Yes. Here's to the next 25.
0: Here's to the next 25, and then another... Uh, more recent anniversary, I'll just shout out, as Addy told me it is today as of recording, April 23rd was the uh, official premiere of Avengers Infinity War. Uh, this is, uh, in many people's countdown, the best Marvel movie to date. Uh, we say to date because Joe was just telling me that uh, uh, recently the world premiere of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 happened, and people are saying that that is one of the best movies, at least since Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, five years of Infinity War. This was the peak of the 10 year anniversary for Marvel, uh, celebrating 10 years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, uh, right. This is also happens to be on TV <laughs> while we're recording, and I'm looking at the part with uh, Peter Dinklage. Uh, I can't remember the name of the giant dwarf you played on of Valir. Um, But yeah, that was a cool cameo. I think that I remember when seeing him was one of the big surprises for me. Um, Do you have any thoughts, loves musings on infinity war?
1: Uh, I remember seeing this at uh, the theater at uh, downtown Disney Mm -hmm. uh, with our buddy, uh, Frank and uh, Jacob. And um, man, we saw the first showing of the day. And we we were so, like, especially with the end, with everybody being blipped, we're like...
0: Bummed out, huh?
1: Yeah, we're like, what the hell's going on here? You know, assuming if any characters were going to die, there were going to be some of the older ones. But no, it was all the ones they just introduced, you know? Uh,
0: it it was, I, I definitely distinctly remember the mood leaving the theater, like... Yeah. Are, have we been punked? What's what's yeah. going on here?
1: People in the crowd, they're like, wait, what? What did I just see? And we're just walking around downtown Disney just sad.
0: I mean, first reaction, like, there's no way they kill them all off. And then you're like, could they kill them all off? And yeah. then it's, how long do I have to wait to find out? Yeah. You know? <laughs> how long was it
1: in between? Like a year? It was a year. Yeah. A year with uh, Ant-Man 2 and Captain Marvel. Yes. Uh, so in they, between.
0: they kept us... Uh, Entertained, entertained, and kept our appetites wet. Yes, uh, yeah. The the post credit stinger on uh, what, what Ant Man and the Wasp was a good tease to get back into that. And I, yeah, yeah, and, uh, spinning <laughs> off into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Happy fifth anniversary to Avengers: Infinity War. Looking forward to watching the cinematic universe continue this coming May fifth with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, next, uh, we have. Another super current event Uh, I don't know if we're necessarily going to call this In memoriam (laughs) uh, But shout out just yesterday Again as of recording here today uh, On the 23rd of April uh, The 1030 performance Of Fantasmic on April 22nd uh, I don't even Know if you'd call it interrupted was Halted as uh, Murphy The dragon uh, we know and love And I'm I'm actually going to ask I'm hoping You got it because we didn't stop to stop to pull it up but why he is named Murphy or she is named Murphy
1: yeah so we all remember uh, when they were updating Fantasmic well one of the big highlights was a brand new dragon a more animated a a taller dragon uh, looked closer to the movie and so when uh, they installed I'll just say her because it's Maleficent Mm -hmm. Uh, when they installed her she was having issues she was The head would break down or, you know, that she was always not going up all the way and all the stuff. And so basically when when they were trying to uh, do that, add the dragon, everything that could go wrong, did go wrong. And so hence the name Murphy for Murphy's Law, Murphy's Law. And so, yeah, like I think the premiere performance, the neck broke or, you know, it didn't shoot out fire or it caught on fire, but not as bad as last night. No. So, yes,
0: I was mid-sentence there when I was asking for the history on Murphy, uh, old Murphy's Lodge the Dragon. Uh, but Murphy caught on fire, and we're not, we're not talking about just a little head <laughs> head wound uh, or a little bit of hair off the top. Full on, this girl is on fire. <laughs>
1: Some would say Mickey uh, leveled up with his magic. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, that
0: would have been actually really cool to see. It uh, would have happened that way. Huh?
1: I actually posed... Everybody, every Disney account or Disney fan account was posting. So uh, this wasn't hidden from anywhere on Instagram or Twitter. But uh, instead of I actually posted in the story, but I I took the billboard from the the Fantasmic in Florida and actually just kind of made a little joke uh, as Mickey uh, uh, doing spirit fingers to the dragon on the billboard. So I just put Mickey Mouse Dragon Slayer and put it on our story. It's kind of funny, but uh, people are having fun with it. Sadly, from what it sounds like, uh, Fantasmic will be uh, not going on till roughly around May twenty fifth, just before Memorial Day. So we'll see what happens because Tom Sawyer Island is closed. Uh, they're doing like an inspection of everything. So
0: yes, and I, I want to shout out. I was singing that little Alicia Keys bit there, mm-hmm. but I have to shout out the Disneyland nurse. Uh, Disneyland nurse on all socials that was how the news was broke to me on my Instagram feeds with a funny reel he put together there um, and of course he was down there as today uh, was Nurses Day at the park um, which we mentioned here previously on a couple of episodes so hopefully any and all of you who are nurses or know nurses uh, got that information to them and you are out there celebrating with all the nurses having a great day uh, at the happiest place on earth I don't know if any of you were able to save Murphy or help Murphy out uh in in her time of need uh but yes yeah, so we we're uh, you know I don't know I, I don't think I have any great <laughs> Murphy memories or anything but it's gonna be a bummer that's I mean top top Disney nighttime show nighttime yeah. spectacular uh, I, I If I you're not so. counting fireworks
1: yeah well they kind of got fireworks <laughs> in a way yeah um yeah it would have been a good day for it to be Firefighters Day. I'll say that, but um, no. But yeah, it it sucks because I mean, seeing Murphy for the first time and you know all her glory, uh, super cool compared to the original dragon, uh, which which still is cool. Um, but I forgot how cheesy it looked ap- after seeing it again in Florida. But yeah, so hopefully they'll be, uh, get a new new Murphy, uh, a new dragon, uh, and have more success. Uh, friends of the show, uh, Kelly and Courtney from Neverland Clubhouse, uh, they were at Disneyland today and I, uh, Courtney was messaging me like, uh, New Orleans Square still smells like smoke. So I'm like, mm kind of goes back to the old barbecue, uh, Big Thunder barbecue smell, but that is good.
0: Blue sky in my head right now. Uh, so Murphy's gone. What if they rethemed the show to have it be Facilier with Tiana coming in right across the water? Um, And really not knowing how they're going to work Facilier into that ride anyway, I could see some cool, uh, especially with what, I mean, obviously the physical aspect of Murphy the prop uh, will be missed, but with everything they've been doing with projection mapping and the colors of friends on the other side, I could see a cool sequence. Where instead you have Facilier conjuring all the different villains in Mickey's imagination, and then Mickey going against Facilier with all the projections of his friends from the other side could be could be cool. I just uh, just popped in my head right now.
1: I think that would be a cool uh, addition to the villain segment, um, with a long bringing back of Murphy, because just the the I, I love projection mapping and what they could do with it now, but I also like full physical physical stuff but i'm for that too but with uh, the bigger tiana presence uh, happening in that area i think it'd be cool to add that for sure
0: well i'm just safe safeguarding if i don't get friends on the other side (laughs) in uh, tiana's bayou adventure i want it somewhere
1: yeah that'd be the perfect place for it yeah yeah maybe swap out the ursula part and make it (laughs) facilitate
0: yeah, I'm, I'm with that. So I'm thinking of like the neon 2 from the old, you know, Jungle Book. Uh, yeah, King Louie monkeys.
1: That'd be uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, well,
0: bum Are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much what we got for uh, our current stuff. We are going to roll this right into our Mando rap before we get into our main topic for today's show.
1: Mando. So we are going to hit spoiler territory. We're going to be talking about the entire season. So if you haven't finished Mandalorian season three yet, uh, come back in about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe longer. We could talk about Star Wars for a long time, too, but.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll have a little musical break <laughs> in there, so you know when the next segment's starting.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so yeah, Mando, uh, season three, uh, it's a wrap. Uh, That's our wrap. What what was uh, chapter twenty four called? The return. The return. Um, I, I guess don't don't really need to go in depth on the episode. How about just thoughts on the finale? Thoughts on the season as a whole?
1: Okay, um, I loved it. Um, I knew this season was going to be at a bigger scale than we've seen before an overall story, Um, not just about um, Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, but it was even more about the Mandalorians in in general. Uh, And Mandalore. And Mandalore. and So I know a lot of people that probably became fans of Star Wars because of the Mandalorian were a little upset that he was kind of played second fiddle most of the season. Uh, But as somebody who's Always loved Star Wars, never grew out of it. You know, love Mandalorians uh, from Clone Wars and Rebels and comics. This was a story that I wanted to see. So I loved every second of Mando action, Mando story that we got.
0: Yeah, this is definitely a love letter to the fans of uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. Uh, Big payoff for following along and knowing the backstory to all of the, uh, the, the Mandalore... Situation uh, that has happened I know in season 2 When we get uh, Bo-Katan For showing up That was when I went back And watched uh, Clone Wars So, so it's kind of wild to think How much time has passed Since <laughs> season 2 Because while I can't say That I've watched the whole series twice I've definitely watched Those last couple seasons twice Yeah um, And there's just uh, You know for, for all those people out there Who think Star Wars animation Is for kids No all the all the no, I'm pretty sure in the first episode of Clone Wars I messaged you. I said, "Man, they've already killed more people in this episode than they did in the whole original trilogy." Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, things you can do in animation. Um, but yeah, this season, uh, I, I also agree. I think this season was great. Um, I, I will say, uh, I think the last time we talked about uh, the Mandalorian on here, it was just when the, uh, the episode with the big cameos in question had oh, yeah. aired uh, with Jack Black and Lizzo's cameos. And while I Lloyd. will say that, and Christopher Lloyd as well, that episode was probably one of my favorite. It was a great episode, uh, very similar to the uh, first episode of the season in that you get that really Star Wars movie feeling of, you know, we started here and then we went here and then we went there. You had all these different... Uh, scenes and instances happening, um, but I do agree with the masses that some cameos are a little too big, mm-hmm. or at least the the actor or actresses. Um, and while both Jack Black and Lizzo were great in their parts, it was really hard to not be taken out of being in Star Wars for a moment. Yeah, because you're looking at Jack Black and Lizzo. <laughs> um, and you know Jack Black's great. He does what he does, but he is, he does Jack Black. I even said it with Bowser in yeah. uh, Mario Brothers. <laughs> Everyone's talking about him. I was like, no, it's just Jack Black. Uh, so yes, uh, I guess that that would be my one small detriment I could say to the season. Also, I would say uh, the finale wrapped things up a little nicer than I thought it would. Yeah. Um, and I do have gripes about how they handled the dark I guess I, I mean if it's like. I'm thinking back to the Razor Crest now and how we had got this love for the Razor Crest. Um, and then it was just gone, never to see again. I mean, they had already put back the Razor Crest together once. I thought they might build another Razor Crest. Um, and then this season, going through, you know, all the whole thing between Bo Katan and Din for the Darksaber and their weird little loophole they put together to pass it and then to have it just be crushed, it's like, what, what, what do you got us all? Got us all excited about the Darksaber and then having stuff like that happening. So, yeah. um, But all in all, it was a great season. Uh, If anything, I think they left it at a point where it's going to be really hard to speculate what's going to happen next.
1: No, yeah, because everybody tried to speculate this season and swung for the fences and missed whiffed.
0: Well, I think a a lot of, uh, or at least some of the things that I had saw after season well i shouldn't say after season two but after season 2.5 the episodes of book of boba fett um you know we knew that he was now quested to go find the uh, living waters under mandalore um so you know there was a lot of speculation on if it was going to have to do heavy heavily with mandalore getting back to mandalore restarting the civil restarting the civilization out there which all held pretty true um and and it being a very mandalore focused season um but yeah, the the whole I mean I, I actually had a friend, uh shout out Ian if you listen to this, but uh he did not watch Book of Boba Fett and no, he was no. one of those people who plugged in Mando season three and was like, Wait, what's going on? Yeah. Um wait so Grogu. Yeah, good why why are you back? What's where's Luke Skywalker? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but the chain mail. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh I, I know a lot of people too were one one of the big things was oh Bo-Katan's gonna be the villain because she's mad that Mando has a dark saber. Then the way the story kind of went along is like, oh, well. Then the armor is gonna backstab. You know, everybody was like backstab. I'm like, they, but they did not go that way. And I was, I'm I glad I was in on that that uh that train. But my my thought about the dark saber is, it was very to me. It was very symbolic with it being destroyed that. Well, now it's not needed because Mandalore is actually unified now. Um, I think the, you know, when we see there'll be a new Darksaber, I think the armorer will construct a new one uh, for Bo Katan.
0: The armorer constructs the Darksaber, though? I I think so. I mean, but that's, it's got to have a Kyber crystal and stuff, right? Yeah,
1: maybe the crystal didn't break, but just the. (laughs)
0: It's still got the usable parts. Yeah, huh? exactly. unlike IG, uh, who, who now <laughs> had, had the usable parts found.
1: Well, they broke the lightsaber, the the legacy Skywalker lightsaber in Last Jedi, and they forged it back together. Yeah, yeah.
0: So. Is that what made the yellow lightsaber, or was that uh, was that Leia's saber?
1: No, that was the one that, that was, Rey has. Yeah, so that that was completely new saber, and
0: just a new lightsaber out of nowhere. She's, yeah. To side question, forging lightsabers. Which
1: which sucks because I think I told you before, but I actually went into the uh, audio book of Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And there was certain, air, certain stuff in the book that was not in the movie. I'm like, this should be in the movie. And one of it at the beginning, before she had uh, Luke Sky, uh, Luke's saber, because she kept giving it back to Leia saying, I don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. But throughout the beginning, she was constructing her own light, her own lightsaber hmm. and just wasn't ready to start it yet. So that's why she was borrowing Luke's again.
0: I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it was in the book, uh, but there was like... I remember somewhere in the promotion of that movie, they there was like a clip of the transmission uh, where they're talking about... Or maybe it was from the scroll or whatever, but they mentioned Project Necromancer, which... We get name dropped in, I believe, the second to last episode yeah. of *Mandalorian*. Um, so that that whole, uh, you know, wh- what do you call that—the the evil villainous uh, roundtable, uh, Shadow Council. Cool. Yeah, the Shadow Council. There you go. Um, we get Thrawn name dropped again. I think a lot of people were hoping, expecting to see Thrawn. I'm. Glad they mentioned him I'm you know Now that we've seen The back of his head In the Ahsoka trailer Yeah It just gets me mo- While I was sitting there Oh we're we gonna get A you know Post credit stinger Or something I know it's not Marvel But I'm just excited yeah. I just want more <laughs> I, I uh, You know My My disappointment Of them tying up All the loose ends Is only <laughs> in that I don't know where to go With the speculation Which maybe for the best Cause now I can just focus on August and Ahsoka And not worry about when the next Mando season's
1: coming. Yeah, and that was a cool uh, a cool scene with the Shadow Council is that main Imperial that Gideon was kind of a little sassy to. Pelion, Pelion? he looks like your traditional uh, Imperial officer. Mm-hmm. The one that name dropped Well, Thrawn is coming. I just finished re-listening, or I, I just re- listened to Heir to the Empire, an audiobook of that, and he's Thrawn's right-hand man.
0: Yes, uh, I've seen, I've yeah. watched a lot of uh, Screen Crush videos talking yeah. about it. So uh, This up. is the trilogy that is basically the prequel to the sequel series, right? The book trilogy? Yeah, this was the first. aftermath has aftermath. No, no, the,
1: so the, the Heir to the Empire was the first Timothy Zahn. Oh, uh, the Thrawn
0: book? Yeah. Okay.
1: So this is the first original Thrawn trilogy. Before the canon one, this was the The legends we're talking about. Yeah, so this is the first of the legends.
0: Before Thrawn Ascendancy, which is the new trilogy. Yeah, Um, yeah. A lot of the mentions we're talking about aftermath, which was a series of books that uh, takes place after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, So you know we are in that time time frame or timeline uh, in Mandalorian. I guess now we're around seven years after Return of the Jedi. As first season was five years, and they said we got a two year jump with this season. Um, But uh, another real cool uh, thing, uh, Brendel uh, Hux, yeah, uh, who's also mentioned in those books. I believe the aftermath uh, uh, books and this is, I can't remember his first name, but the General Hux, we know from the sequel trilogy, this is his father. Yeah. He was the one who was uh, head of that project, Necromancer, which we come to know uh, was their project on cloning and resurrecting Palpatine. Yeah. Um, So that's all interesting to have those little tie-ins happening. At first I thought that
1: was him, and Uh, I was trying to
0: think. (laughs) I was like, no, wait, he'd be like a baby right now.
1: But the cool thing was the, the guy that played Hux is the dad Brendel 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 yeah name of the is character. actually the younger brother of Denhol Gleason who played Brendan Gleason yes yeah but the Tom
0: Gleason played the other Hux yeah, yeah.
1: from the sequel trilogy yes. his younger brother played the dad yes so that was pretty cool yes
0: uh yeah great but, great season of Mandalorian yeah let us know what you guys thought of this season of Mandalorian Uh, what your thoughts are for Season 4, if you think we're going to see Mandalorian or Grogu show up in Ahsoka, um, and yeah, just where we're at. uh, We do have a couple other Star Wars shows coming probably before we get the Mandalorian Season 4 in the Acolyte and Skeleton Crew.
1: I think they'll show up in Skeleton Crew. You think Mandalorian will? Yeah, and well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but, you
0: know, it kind of makes sense with how they left it with the the whole Carson Teva. Like, yeah. let us let us just run things we want to or whatever so we could show up in whatever shows we yeah. need to.
1: <laughs> and, and which I love that scene. That that was so cool. I kind
0: of thought it might be them trying to pick up Rogue Squadron again
1: or the heroes. Uh, possibly. Or
0: what, what was the the heroes of the, no, the New Republic? Yeah. Yeah. The, oh, the, the Rangers R- Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what what that turns into yeah uh, Next year, no, two years at Star Wars Celebration 2025 is the next one, yeah. In and Japan. D, D23 is 2024 because there's not one this year, correct? All right, so yeah, here's hoping I get to that D23,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, but one thing I do want to say, I know a lot of people are complaining about, well, last season, uh, it ended with Luke Skywalker, and this season was so much less, you can't top that Luke Skywalker, so I'm glad they didn't even try. But yeah, they but the way they they buttoned up the Everything I thought was done well. I would,
0: I would have been down for the plow, We were promised. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to get to our main topic, and uh, this is—I'm really excited because I've been wanting to do another uh, episode, just talk about the Muppets, uh, since there's some Muppet stuff coming up. So this is our second Muppet episode, technically.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is a second episode. Yeah. So that makes it a sequel. Oh.
1: I, yeah. I guess
0: you're right. Hit it, Kermit. We're doing a sequel.
1: We're back by popular demand. Come on, everybody, strike up the band. We're doing a sequel. That's what we do in Hollywood. And everybody knows that the sequel's never quite as good. A sequel, another feature attraction. Places, please. Light the lights. Roll camera. Action! I thought it was the end, but no, my friends. This is when we get to do it all again. Do it all again. Until the credits roll, we got another go to show them. We can do it all again. <laughs> We're doing a sequel. There's no need to disguise. Yes, do studio considers us a franchise. We're doing a sequel. But no, my friends, this is when we get to do it all again. Do it all again! Until the credits roll, we've got another go to show
0: that we can do it all again.
1: All right, thank you guys. Uh, that was a great intro into what we're going to be talking about, so... Uh, we Like I said, we were talking about Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. Now we're talking about our next favorite highly anticipated show and just the Muppets in general. But we are so excited for Muppets Mayhem, which has been dropping some fun trailers, some awesome posters, a new single. Yeah, we got so, music. Yeah, so um, I know, Alex, you... I mean, we're both big Muppet fans and we we love the band, but you in particular... I know, love Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem.
0: Love Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem. I, I'm sure I've mentioned in the past, at one point in San Francisco, there was a bar called Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, known for their cheap wing night, amazing loaded tots. And uh, I'm pretty sure I once had a peanut butter and jelly bacon cheeseburger there. That was oh. pretty awesome. Uh but yeah, shout out! I, at one point, I think they might have got a se- cease and desist as they <laughs> their name changed to just Doctor Teeth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they used the same logo of the band and everything—the kind of one that looked like neon lights. Um, yeah, Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem's rad. I think it's a really cool uh, part of the Muppets that has never really been closely followed in any of the stuff they've done before. They've kind of just been in the background. Yeah. Um, and for. I would say Animal is probably one of those top three or five most popular Muppets. So I think it's going to be cool uh, to see them do their thing. Um, of course, with Muppet movies and shows, it's going to be littered with cameos. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, uh, yeah, I love Dr. Teeth. <laughs> I, I know they, they've performed live before, and I have not been lucky enough to be present for that. But I, uh, uh, if if it ever happens again, I'll definitely be... Uh, First yeah. in line. Yeah, I wouldn't
1: be surprised if it doesn't happen. Maybe, um, maybe
0: we can get it a spin off of the show. We'll get a 12 city tour, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Teeth and the Electric Man that, That'd
1: that be sweet. Um, at the
0: Fillmore and get a Fillmore poster. Now, Make this happen. Dr. Teeth at the Fillmore.
1: That'd be perfect. Uh, um, it's, it's just weird because we got the poster, then we got a teaser. Then, what, not even two weeks later, we got like the full trailer. Mm-hmm. And everything about this trailer that we got just screams like original Muppet movie style. We got, like you said, the cameos. uh, We got the, the story, the story of them never recording an album. That's a whole plot (laughs) of the show, which I think is amazing because they've had so many song, so many great songs and numbers uh, throughout the movies, throughout the Muppet show and and beyond that. Yeah, they never had an album before. So that's a whole plot. And uh, we got the news that, uh, there will be an Electric Mayhem album Attached to the show
0: Yes, and I know as we mentioned There's a new song just released two days ago um, From the show As well uh, When Sifting Through Spotify We saw there's a, a new version of Can You Picture That From yeah. the original Muppet movie That has been uh, released on Spotify Back in September um, But yeah, just uh, All all the songs through the years um, I, I love the vibe, you know, you kinda get that uh any decade sort of vibe, you know, they could yeah. be like a sixties, you know, Summer of Loves type band. They could <laughs> be like a seventies psychedelic band. Yeah. They're kind of like that eighties, you know, Aerosmith style. They kind of blend through the different uh decades of rock and and I dig that. And uh, yeah, Doctor T's kinda got that Bootsy Collins look. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm excited for the show.
1: Yeah, I, this was I I laughed out loud numerous times on the trailer, especially the part where they're like, they're like, oh no, they're that's how they are. They cheer for everything. Hey guys, look, it's a fork. Yeah, that's awesome. You did it. You know, um, it, it just to me it feels like this. It's it feels like that original spirit of the Muppets, which and we'll talk about different things a little bit right now, but like that I I felt that. Muppets Now, the show that came out last year, kind of fell short on it. It didn't have that Muppet art to me.
0: Yeah, it was very, uh, like almost TikTok, like, yeah, in its short vignettes and, uh, kind of re- reoccurring, uh, ep- episodes within the different episodes. Um, I did all- love
1: the Pepe show, though. That was the best one. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and anything with Pepe, I'm here for. Um, and, uh, Deadly and, yeah it, it it led into Muppet Haunted Mansion well Yes um, Which was great But I mean Yeah I think in, anytime We get told there's going to be some sort of new Muppet thing We get kind of high expectations High hopes Yeah uh, That it's going to live up to Muppets of past And I, I think it's kind of a, a little lofty of an expectation to hold for it And it's kind of I, at least for me, I'm not going to say it's equal with star Wars, but in the sense that with new star Wars, I'm always just happy it's new star Wars. And yeah. in that same sense, any new Muppets is good Muppets. Um, I just hope that nothing comes out that will diminish it <laughs> to a point where we don't get any new Muppets and even lose what we have. Uh, as I said, very very excited to get out to uh, Florida at Disney world and see the little Muppet courtyard. They had it's, Yeah thriving <laughs> as we don't have any any really no Muppet representation in California parks.
1: Which I'll get to that in a little bit but um one one Muppet show that I I just stand, I will always stand behind even though it got cancelled was The Muppets, the one that showed up on ABC that was shot that modern family office style. I thought that was a great show. It really had that Muppet vibe. Of That's the, on Disney Plus now. It right? is on yeah. Disney Plus okay. and I have to revisit it. Oh yeah, one of the times my niece was visiting because she hadn't watched it yet. I'm like, you got to watch it. We literally binged the whole season. Even when I went to bed, she finished it off. She's like, this show is great. I don't know why I got canceled. Um, I have an I have a theory. Uh, people said it didn't feel like the Muppets. It wasn't a variety show. I think I said this before though, but I'll say it again. Uh, the original Muppet show was a variety show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it came out in the 70s. In the 70s, something that was very popular was variety shows. So it was with the times, right? And so the show that they did after the two movies came out was, like I said, Modern Family, The Office, Parks and Rec. That what I call that gorilla style filming, you know, kind of documentary yeah, it's, style. it's like uh, yeah, documentary. Yeah, and that's what that was, and it it, it hit it perfectly. So, it, and it was funny seeing that they worked at a night uh, a nighttime talk show. Uh, that mini uh, mini, uh, mini. Pig, Miss Piggy was the host. Yeah, kind of like Thirty Rock. Yeah. yeah, I dug that. And so everybody, all the Muppets were the crew, and great cameos. Had a great drum off with Dave Grohl and Animal, which was classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, one of my favorite scenes was when they all go to a karaoke bar after with Ed Helms, and they're all karaokeing and everything. Classic, Swedish Chef does a uh, Rapper's Delight. Mm-hmm. So awesome. And then they show up to work next morning just super hungover and
0: stuff. Yeah, I remember the show starts with Kermit and Piggy breaking up, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I,
0: That might have... I don't know if that's what detracted <laughs> me,
1: but... But it was a great show. Great, like, it was so fun, so... They looked
0: back together in the Muppet uh, Haunted Mansion,
1: right? Yeah. yeah. It looked like it.
0: That was a great Halloween costume, by the way.
1: They were dressed as each other. It was. Yeah. <laughs> but that was... yeah. But again, that was a great spirit of the Muppet spirit of the ride. Who was the director...
0: Kirk Thatcher.
1: Correct. Yeah. Who we saw again later on in the Werewolf by Night. Yes.
0: uh, Multifaceted Kirk Thatcher, uh, director. uh, I believe he's a makeup artist or a sci-fi artist. Or he worked in the model shop for Star Wars. It was after Muppet Haunted Mansion came out, I started following Kirk Thatcher. And uh, through following him on Instagram, see all this cool stuff that he had done over his career. So, Kirk, if you're listening, I'm sure you're not, but maybe this will find your ears somewhere. We'd love to have you here on the Disney Universe podcast. Talk about all the awesome stuff you've done. Star Wars, Muppets, Marvel, Marvel. yeah, covered all of them right there, and I'm sure even more. So yeah, uh, and if you're not familiar, uh, go give Kirk Thatcher a follow. Um, but yeah, Muppet Haunted Mansion was rad, um, as you mentioned, captured the spirit of the Muppets and the ride Haunted Mansion. Uh, I always loved the different cameos, uh, the songs. There was actually some pretty pretty fun songs in that one. Yeah, it will definitely be something I revi- revisit every Halloween.
1: The sheep. Ah! Yes, the the, the goat, <laughs> the, the goat. bleeding goat. <laughs> Um, and real quick, we'll stay, staying with Kurt, he was actually on our friend of the show, Jeff Bam, the uh, Doom Buggies. Nice. Uh, talking about uh, when that movie was being premiered. So. Muppet Haunted Mansion see Muppet Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of sticking with the Muppets, kind of sticking with the Haunted Mansion. I think, did we talk about this before? I don't know, but if you can have them do another Muppet movie... Based on a Disney. That's Parks funny. I was ride. just
0: going to say the same thing. What what Muppet? Well, I wasn't going to say Disney Parks ride, but what what Muppet mashup would you think of?
1: Let's go with Parks ride first. Okay. Parks if we
0: or... didn't do this one already, and if we did, we're doing it again. We're doing it again because it's a sequel.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it would be obvious. I would say, well, one of them would be Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a little close to Muppet Treasure Island, oh, but it would be fun.
1: Good point. Okay, I will go a jungle cruise. Scooter would be the skipper. Uh, sc- scooter, the skipper. Yeah, he just has dried bad jokes.
0: Yeah, I I guess he'd be a good oh, for the ride. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to compare him to the Rock, and I'm like, oh no, no, know, no, I don't need that skipper.
1: <laughs> and, and throughout the ride, they'd get off and they would leave the boat and get off on certain sections. So I mean, they can expand more of the ride, but it'd be based on the attraction for the most part.
0: Uh, we talked about this, I guess this is into the, the whole, the other whole mashup theme, but, uh, I'll say rise of the resistance just to, to get it paired with star Wars. Yeah. Um, they've done Muppet star Wars mashups. I remember there was a Muppet star Wars pin collection, the blind Mm -hmm. bags that they did. Yeah. The figures. Um, I was just saying, maybe it's something we could get in the works for the 50th anniversary of, uh, a new hope or maybe it's just something we can get because Disney owns both of them and they have Disney plus and they need content. Yeah. And I think that would, uh, you know, at least the, the age range when the Muppets were popular also is going to be the age range that really latched onto star Wars as well. So I think that could be a big thing. Yeah. Um, Maybe, you know, not a trilogy, but a Lego star Wars esque.
1: Yeah. I was going to say even like family guy, but that I would love if they
0: did it like, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol with uh, Gonzo narrating.
1: Yeah, that that would be sweet. And I kind of go back to the days before uh, Disney bought Lucasfilm, but they had a lot more other IP mashups than you know they're taking it more serious now. But they had a whole line of like Disney characters as Star Wars character action figures. Then they eventually came out with a Muppet ones too. So I had like Kermit was Luke Skywalker and. I think Sam Eagle was was Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Beaker was Darth Vader. I mean, stuff like that. So, um, that would be fun. Darth and, Beaker. Yeah. <laughs> me, 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 me. Um, I kind of go back to like the original Muppet Show, like one of my favorite ones. And I actually bought the DVD of it. It should be on Disney Plus 2, but it's when Mark Hamill was, yep. was on it. So they had the whole uh, Pigs in Space and Luke Skywalker, C3PO. And Chewy and they're all dancing to When You Wish Upon a Star on a moon or something. So it's like, oh, man, way back in the 70s, yeah. they knew. Called it. Yeah, Disney, Muppets, Star Wars would all be in the same universe. So uh, Muppet Babies always did a little stuff uh, back in the day. And when they opened the closet and it was like the, start, the, the actual film footage, mm-hmm. that was one of the first times Star Wars or Lucasfilm allowed another property to use the actual footage. So, but that'd be a great mashup. It'd be a good, like 40 minute. They could just bl- blast through it. Walk-a, yeah. You
0: could probably give give it an uh, hour and change, make it a feature length and get through a whole trilogy. Yeah. You know? I'm I'm for it. Um, I think other ones, I don't know if it's been mentioned through the Twitterverse, uh, but a Hamilton mashup, people were, were wanting that. I mean, that could be something they put in uh, put in uh, Magic Kingdom over in uh, Liberty Square. Yeah. I know uh, the Great Moments in History was a, a relatively short-lived show. Yeah. Live per- performance, uh, Streetmosphere kind of hybrid thing they did in Liberty Square and Magic Kingdom. And you can see those videos on YouTube. Uh, not on our YouTube, because I don't <laughs> think either of us have videos of them.
1: My niece, Tori, the first niece of the DU, still pissed that they're not there no more.
0: Yeah, me too, Tori.
1: Yeah. Me too. I uh
0: Yeah, I would have been really excited to see that. We didn't spend too much time in Liberty Square, but I would have spent
1: more. Which was weird, too, because at the... I forget the name of the restaurant at Epcot, where I got your Sam Eagle. Yes. Just randomly... Regal Eagle. Regal Eagle. Reg- thank you, but that's a freaking random place to get a
0: it is yeah no when they said that they were opening that restaurant and that it was going to be you know loosely muppet themed i thought that was an interesting choice yeah but i guess it you know it's a good you know jim henson is kind of thought of as one of those great american visionaries you know up there with walt disney and uh others in the entertainment world like that um
1: yeah because did you you
0: didn't need did you eat there
1: no, because we had our fish and chips. Yeah, as it got out of the fish and chips. Um, but we were there in our feet. That's
0: the biggest problem with Epcot. There's yeah. so much food. You can't eat it all.
1: Exactly. but I could do I a wanted, whole week at just Epcot. <laughs> I wanted to get a picture because they had uh, pictures on the wall, of like Muppets and mm-hmm. all the stuff. But right where people are eating, so I don't want to be like, move your head. I'm taking a picture. So. Yeah, they're like
0: one good attraction away from being able to spend a whole day doing Muppet stuff at Disney World.
1: They can do how they do the whole like... You go eat lunch and well, do pair Muppet. of the platypus thing, the DuckTales, the little games. You could totally do Muppets like throughout the oh, world. Oh, through the World Showcase? Well, yeah. it's DuckTales now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I never got... I wasn't able to do, but... uh, Yeah, that would have been fun.
0: Um, But yeah. What, what, what do you think... Uh, any idea on what a Muppet-themed attraction could be? I I mean, I'd I'd love to have one back here in Disneyland since yeah. we are devoid of our Muppets. I would like to see. What about what about uh, Doctor Teeth on that stage in the Hollywood backlot? I, I I think it might be a little bit too big of a draw for the amount of space that's back there right now, and obviously that space is doomed for some sort of retheme, being like sandwiched there in between the temporary Rogers, the musical, yeah, uh, the. Uh, Millie, Mickey's Philharmagic and uh, Muppet, or uh, no Monsters. The other M, Monsters Inc.
1: That would they they could do good, but yeah, I think it'd be a little too much unless I just opened it up and it didn't have those seats there. Just had it where you'd be like standing, so if you wanted to, you could dance or whatever. But I was thinking it, it would it probably wouldn't fit in the theme, but it would still look awesome in the Tomorrowland stage that raises out of the ground.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool.
1: But it, I mean, I say it doesn't fit the theme. But they had an Elvis impersonator yeah, there. It's from
0: space and yeah. pigs in space. I think the Hollywood, at least the you know the current incarnation of what Hollywood Land is. Yeah, everything between. I mean, is Monsters Inc. technically part of Hollywood Land? I guess it's not part of Avengers Campus, right? Yeah. So you got Monsters Inc. in there with Philhar Magic, the animation studio. And that's about it other than a couple uh eateries award wieners and schmoozies so if you added a stage show with dr teeth and the electric mayhem in promotion of uh Muppet mayhem yeah that that could be cool um I don't know if it's sustainable to have like true Muppet puppeteers for three shows a day four shows a day
1: yeah that's why I was thinking it'd be easy at the tomorrowland one because you know, it's easier for them to get out of the stage with it lowering maybe, and raising.
0: Maybe it uh replaces uh it can replace Rogers the musical and we get the Rogers the musical featuring the Muppets. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah, that that there's another Muppet mashup. Muppets and Marvel. It's in the name. Yeah. Who would be who? Uh, I mean, animal is kind of Hulk-like. I think. Could see him all painted green. Yeah, green animal. Oh man, he's, he's already not wearing a shirt most of the time, right?
1: <laughs> True. Uh, this, this one, actually, I think about it for a long time. So, my not my dad might not have to. We'll add this later. So, um, no, I think I would love to see they they would with with the way this show's going, they would really. Be missing an opportunity to bring uh, Doctor Teeth somewhere in the parks. Yeah, um, like I said, even if it's temporarily. I thought
0: we were still going with Marvel Muppets. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm just Sa- I couldn't Sam think. Eagle as Captain America, <laughs> <laughs> embodying the best of both Captain America and uh, Sam Wilson, also being a Falcon. <laughs>
1: That's a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't really have any other. ones. I know. I'm just drawing a blank right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll revisit this. So.
0: Uh, We were looking to see if there were any Muppet anniversaries this year. I don't think we uh, will have to hit the the Googleplex to check the uh, two Muppet movies that aren't on Disney Plus, which are two of our favorites, Muppets from Space and uh, Muppets (sighs) Take Manhattan.
1: Yeah, that one's my all-time favorite.
0: Bafo Socko, Lenny. I say that all the time. (laughs) Straight out of Muppets Take Manhattan. Um,
1: Hopefully, I don't know why those ones aren't on
0: yet. Yeah, I mean, I would, uh, again sitting here watching uh, Infinity War during the commercials, which I realized when they're playing these movies, you get tons of Disney Plus and Disneyland commercials and stuff. Uh, but they uh, just dropped the Spider Verse on Disney Plus, or, all of it. Yeah, uh, I, pretty much. I, I didn't see the second Andrew Garfield Spider Man on there, no. But we got Homecoming,
1: yeah. Um, got the Hollands, got the, the Toby's. all the Hollands. Yeah,
0: even No Way Home. I believe so. Oh wow.
1: The only huh? one we didn't get is the second Garfield and Into the Spider-Verse, I believe.
0: I'm coming back. Uh, yeah, got a, a spider pig, spider piggy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we spinning off of our, our Muppets uh, theme here. Um, do you have... Do you have a favorite Muppet?
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Uh. It's it's like Star Wars. Like you can't have one favorite, but like growing up, I mean, of, of course, like Kermit. But like growing up, I loved Fozzie, especially the Muppet Baby version of Fozzie. Um, I was a young kid when that came out. Animal, of course. Um, probably my and probably my favorite newer Muppet, which isn't very new, but it's Pepe the King Prawn. Yes, Pepe the King Prawn. Okay. Eh?
0: Yeah, I I would say I was definitely a fan of Rolf growing up, as well as Fozzie. I was a Rizzo fan. Love Rizzo. I think I just made the realization as we were recording here, but I'm pretty sure Rizzo was a casualty of beef between the the Disney regime and the uh, Muppet player who played Rizzo, blanking on the name right now. Steve Whitmer. Steve Whitmer.
1: I I know that because I met him at StocktonCon, and I found out the hard way that he's not part of the Muppets.
0: Um, but he uh, I think my realization Is that t- is Pepe Pepe is basically the replacement Of uh, of Rizzo
1: Yeah because if you go into like some of the Older movies uh, Gonzo and Rizzo Are yeah. kind of like you know that Little
0: well, I was thinking about when I was saying How I'd love to see the Star Wars narrated Like by Gonzo like that and yeah. I was like it was Gonzo and Rizzo Rizzo's not here Would it be Gonzo and Pepe Yeah as it was kind of Gonzo and Pepe And Muppet on mansion and yeah, I mean they're 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 fun to watch. It's a good uh, buddy duo.
1: Yeah, it is. So, um, yeah, I, I miss Rizzo. You see him once in a while, but not nearly as much as you saw him like in the '80s and '90s.
0: Well, they still have Pizza Rizzo yeah. at, uh, at 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 uh, Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. So, I guess that probably stings a little that they're still using. I mean, it's their <laughs> IP, but uh, Steve Whitmire. I'm I'm with you, buddy. We're 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 Disney Disney podcast here, but we're we're you know for all the universe and obviously as a big Muppet fan, I uh, hate to see any of the luster lost from the uh, the Muppet catalog and history and stuff.
1: Yeah, because uh, Steve Whitmer, he's the one that actually took over for Kermit after Jim Henson passed away. So he did him uh, did Kermit for about twenty years himself, just mm-hmm. about. Rizzo, um, the one, one of Statler or Waldorf, one of them. And I can't remember. I think that the main pig from space.
0: I mean, you think you do enough uh, voices like that, you make yourself indispensable.
1: Yeah, pretty much so. And I have audio of my talk with him. I don't know if I've ever published it, so maybe we'll throw that out uh, on here or to our DU crew. So, I haven't decided yet. No <laughs> <A little> bonus. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, so we talked favorite Muppets uh, or Muppet attractions, um, Muppet mashups, uh, potential. Uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, we're kind of getting to the end of our Muppet rope here, at least for this sequel episode. Yeah, um, and, and look forward to. I'm thinking. There'll probably be at least one uh, good reaction video to, uh, as we're getting Muppet Mayhem as one big drop, I'll probably, uh, depending how long and how many episodes there are, I'm just spitballing here, but I'm doubting it's more than eight, and I'm doubting the episodes are more than 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping they're at least 25 minutes. I'm going to be kind of disappointed if it's a shorter show.
1: We are getting them in one... one
0: Yeah, it's a whole season's dropping on May 10th.
1: It's funny how they choose like which ones do the weekly episodes, uh-huh, and uh then which ones get dropped all of a sudden, ten episodes,
0: ten episodes, all right, yeah. so that's could be five hours of my day. We'll see maybe i'll I'll make a video reacting to each episode <laughs> or. Just uh, go through our uh, Instagram story as I as I watch them all.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll definitely hit up with that. And I was just thinking one more thing, that uh, another way that'd be cool, at least at the Disney Park, since they're so limited on space. Uh, and I didn't think about this until you mentioned the pizza, uh, Rizzo, Rizzo Pizza, whatever. Pizza, Rizzo. Yeah.
0: It's rat pizza.
1: A Muppet restaurant in downtown Disney. I think would be kind of cool. In California? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd be down for it. I know they already got the three theme working. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward to our Portos.
1: Portos, the dim sum.
0: No, Portos is the bakery. The yeah. That they have in, and, and then, yeah, the dim sum as well.
1: Yeah. Someone told me Uva Bar closed down recently. Uva
0: Bar and Catal did close down. Yeah. I'm trying to think of it in what, what, how, how the, uh, uh Muppet restaurant would be mm-hmm. I still think that they uh Rainforest Cafe should be brought back as a Star Wars outpost restaurant instead of a uh, the shop. Yeah. Although it is nice they have a lot of stuff you can get in the parks out there. You can buy the the uh I'm pretty sure the Rex droid was out there when I was there. Yeah.
1: I think, I don't know, it takes the exclusivity of Galaxy's Edge away. In yes, my
0: totally. If I've used my park ticket and I can't get back in the park, <laughs> die, I learned my lesson the hard way. Uh, you know, if you see something in the park you like, you buy it. Yeah. Uh, we took yeah, whole story with Addy's stepbrother <laughs> and a spider bot. Um, he did eventually get that spider bot, but had to wait till our next Disney <laughs> trip uh, a year later to do so.
1: Oh, uh, nice. I, I still would like it to be a SEA restaurant. Yeah, theme, SEA restaurant so.
0: will be set up for that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, though, what happens to that with the downtown Disney refurb if it still fits the mold. Yeah. Because it looks like it's going to, the theming is going to look a lot more like a strip mall, kind of. Yeah. Because <laughs> even Disney Springs, I mean, I guess the storefronts all look kind of similar, but it has its, you know, rainforest cafe and things that have their own individuality to them. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Anyway, we, we digress. <laughs> we digress. I, I, I'd be down for a Muppet <laughs> restaurant. I don't know, pizza or whatever else. I I was thinking just a Rainforest Cafe type thing, but Muppets.
1: We definitely need more Muppets at Disneyland, though. So I'm glad that they still have it in Florida. Um,
0: I would love to see the Muppets as like the uh, theming for a year of like Food and Wine Festival or something.
1: That would be great.
0: You know how like uh, Food and Wine and Epcot usually has different characters that are the the chair or the mascot for it that's on all the merchandise for a certain year. I think that would be a lot of fun.
1: Or even uh, Lunar New Year would be too short. I'd, I'd rather have a Food and Wine like you said. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And our Food and Wine is too short, by the way. We didn't, I, Florida's Food and Wine goes from July to November. There's no reason why our food and wine can't go from Lunar New Year all the way to uh, summertime.
1: Sticking with that, real quick. Did you see like when the Oogie or the Halloween starts in Florida? Uh, is it July now? Well, August 11th. Yeah, no, it's it's been starting <laughs> it. the first week of <laughs>
0: August. I always thought that was weird, but my at least the reasoning for it in my head is that Disney World is such a travel destination that yeah. if you're Trying to make the trip while the kids still in summer, why not be able to celebrate Halloween <laughs> as well, even if it's two and a half months away?
1: I mean, I know the Haunted Mansion movie comes out two weeks before that.
0: Oh, there you go. <laughs> so <but that's>, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, we'll get some good, uh, you know, theming or uh, merch giveaways from that at the Halloween party.
1: And kind of tying in with Muppets and uh, Haunted Mansion, real quick. D twenty three magazine just revealed they're going to have three covers. Uh, For the summer issue One of them's Haunted Mansion uh, One of them is Little Mermaid Then the other one's Elemental Then the back cover Is the Muppets uh, Mayhem So Wait,
0: But so how do you get All the covers
1: I don't know if it's random Or you get I,
0: Yeah cause that's a magazine You can't like buy So what do I What do I yeah. do If I want the other ones
1: <laughs> Cause I want the I want the Haunted Mansion one I know that so.
0: Well I I may trade you I don't really care <laughs> I, have, I have unopened D23 magazines Lying around
1: here <laughs> But Yeah well we're We're kind of off the tracks, but it's okay. It's off the rails. It's what's what we do. It's Um, very
0: Muppet-like.
1: It's very Muppet-like. Yay! Um, Yeah. So I guess in short, we're freaking excited for Muppets Mayhem.
0: We're excited for Muppets Mayhem. We're excited to just get in here and off the cuff, talk Muppets with you guys. Uh, We'd love to hear back from you again, as always, about your favorite Muppets. If you're excited for Muppets mayhem, uh, how you'd love to see the Muppets come back into the parks or any other sort of Muppet project ideas you may have for the future. Maybe we'll get you in here to record with us if this Muppet episode becomes a trilogy.
1: Yes. (laughs) I don't have a song for that one yet. No trilogy (laughs) song.
0: Uh, but yeah, thank you as always for listening, uh, tuning in with us. I, 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 I mentioned Star Wars, but here in the episode we talk about Mando and Muppets. Yeah. I'd love to see the, M- M- DeLorean. the M- Muppet DeLorean, the Muppet DeLorean. Now that sounds like uh, Back to the Future.
1: <laughs> I just, sorry, I was just thinking about that, that meme with Christopher Lloyd on that episode. The The man, a man, DeLorean... Then on the bottom was a man in a DeLorean.
0: Mandalorian, a man in... Yeah. A man in Mandalorian yeah. and a man in a DeLorean. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's it's funnier when you see it. So, But speaking of Star Wars, our next episode will be our li- next uh, DU... Saturday, Saturday, Saturday morning, morning DU number three. Number three, which will be celebrating our month-long geekiness uh it's star wars month
0: it's star wars month so we'll be well into star wars month at that point uh right now we are planning this saturday morning du as always live uh so that will be saturday may 13th it's the day before mother's day uh so uh i don't think we picked a time out yet stay tuned to our socials for that but uh, you can expect it to be live on youtube and Facebook. Uh, the morning of Saturday, May 13th. so grab your coffee or another brew, grab a bowl of cereal, something good to eat uh, and tune in to us as we will be getting down talking to talking Star Wars. I uh, tentatively, I think we may even have a guest in talking Star Wars with us for that one. Yeah, uh, so it'll be a good time check in, get in the comments so we can answer your questions um, and just geek out on Star Wars together because we'll, we'll I mean what we'll we'll have already celebrated. May the 4th. 4th. Of course, uh, we have our local Tiki pop-up here in Sacramento at the Jungle Bird Tiki Bar. Um, And Joe will be going over for the Tiki Cast and getting an interview over there. Um, So I'm sure we'll be able to talk about that and talk about the good times we had with that. I got some local Star Wars beers being released. Um, So yeah, I'm excited for the live show. Talk some Star Wars um, and... You know, just what's happened in the month so far and uh, how other people in the community are celebrating their fandom for this thing we all love.
1: Yeah, and for, so for this year, our Star Wars Month, if you guys remember, uh, paid attention in the past, we're releasing special shows on YouTube only uh, with special guests talking about what they do. So this year, we're kind of making it more of a each episode is going to be more of a round table, not an interview. Just a couple Star Wars geeks geeking out. Uh, talking about our fandom, like what we're, what we're doing in, in fandom, and just celebrating, talking about our favorite parts of Return of the Jedi, which is celebrating its 40th anniversary this year. So uh, I've already recorded one show. Uh, then i am gonna, I got a couple of the ones coming up, but we'll be posting every week uh, throughout May, celebrating Star Wars. So look out for that. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. But definitely show up for our live show too. So that'll be our one live show for it so far
0: indeed yeah so far uh but yeah as always thanks for checking in with us here at the disney universe uh where we love to talk all over the disney universe even muppets yes for a second time uh be a part of the crew uh as we mentioned before we love if you join our du crew over on Patreon.com/slashDUcrew. Another shout-out to our crew of Alfredo, Jennifer, Sasquatch, and John. You guys are literally the best. Everyone else, you guys are really awesome, too. But if you want to be the best, go and join the crew. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And another shout-out to our sponsors, uh, Discord Apparel, where uh, Disney Music Collide mashup. Uh, check them out, com along with our friends at Neverland Trading. You need something cool to wear for Star Wars Day, Star Wars Land, Star Wars May the 4th, anything Star Wars, check them out and use that code uh, d at checkout. So, um, yeah, it'll be a fun next episode. Uh, we're going to send you guys off with a slightly different music number this time. Uh, check out the new song, our parts of the new song from The Electric Mayhem. Rock on. And that's what I say to you all. Thanks for listening in. Rock on.
0: Hit it, animal.
1: Boom! Hit me like a hurricane. Electricity through my brain.
0: Got a feeling that I can't explain. I wanna know it's true. Mm. Mm. We were looking for a harmony. Little place for you and me. It's a ride with destiny,
1: and it brought me back to you.